girls always feel the need to tell me things Seems like they're just happier than us these days Yeah These days I don't know how to talk to you I don't know how to be there when you need me It feels like the only time you see me Is when you turn your head to the side and look at me differently Yeah And last night I think I lost my patience last night I got high as the expectations last night I came to a realization And I hope you can take it I hope you can take it all I'm too good to you I'm way too good to you You take my love for granted I just don't understand it No, I'm too good to you I'm way too good to you You take my love for granted I just don't understand it I don't know how to talk to you Welcome again to another episode. Um, I am VA Verse. 
across from me as usual. Why is she rolling her eyes today? No smile today. Uh, across from me as usual. That's not the. That's not a smile. She's gonna point to her Come smile. On, like yeah. Anyways, across from me <laughs> is Z. <laughs> And you're listening to for better or for worse. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thanks, guys. Um, I guess it, I guess it is only fitting that we started off like on that note. Today's episode is going to be about arguing mm. because sometimes your spouse or your significant other just gets on the your nerve, and not just any nerve. The last, the last one. nerve. The very last the nerve. The very last nerve. No nerves tap left. tap dancing on that motherfucker. And break dancing. With stilettos, pumps. Still toes. the club. Yes, with still toe stilettos. Jumping up and down like it's trampoline. <laughs> anyway. Anyways, guys. Yeah, we want to talk about uh, arguing. And we kind of came to, I think we kind of came up to this topic based on arguing this morning. Mm-hmm. Somewhat of an argument that kind of got emotional. Did you want? Do you want to tell that story? Um, not so much. I kind of want to talk directly more about like just arguing in in general. So maybe even we discuss some things that we don't we dislike that we feel like the other person can improve with when we are hmm. in that okay. phrase. Let's let's jump right into that. You want to jump into that? Directly into things the other person can Ten toes down. Okay. No warm up. No stretching. <laughs> nothing. Okay. Um, how about you go first then? No. You brought up the subject. You go first. Really? We're going to do this? Yep. We're going to play this whole you go first, I go first? Just you brought up what you wanted to talk but about? But you wanted to dive directly into it. Bruh. Um... See, I wasn't, I wasn't trying to go straight. So you was on to dive directly into it. So okay, I figured fine. you had some shit in your head. Then just go ahead and dance around the bush like you was going to. No, I wasn't going to dance around the bush. Now let's see here. Hmm. Oh so many to choose from. I'm just playing. Mm. <laughs> mm. Um, shut down. I would say shutting down is one of the things that I feel like is something that I would want you to improve on. When we argue. Shutting down sometimes is very necessary because with me being the person that I am, a shutdown is is warranted so that I don't start splitting green shit out and my head start flipping around. Like it's for me to collect myself. Or it gives me time to just listen to whatever it is you have to say and maybe come back to it at a later date but to me shutting down sometimes is warranted and and not everybody wants to argue all the time like there was a certain point in time when we were younger Mm -hmm. that i would argue with the best of them you can't get me down like okay we're gonna do we're gonna oh you this what you want okay and that's it like no thinking twice that's what we do yeah but i just feel like um I'm growner now, and I just feel like I really don't have time to argue. And then when you just won't let a situation go, like a dog with a bone. Me, you mean me? Yes. Okay. You. Okay. When you just won't let a situation go, I just be like, oh 
my gosh. Okay. That's when you have a come to Jesus moment where you're just like, this motherfucker not letting it go. He is not. He still want to talk. He is still going. He is still talking. I'm like, all right. That's what it's just like. You got it. I don't feel like arguing. Don't mm. feel like arguing with you. Mm. So mm. I can see. So that's why sometimes my shutdown is needed so that if you're coming, even if you're not coming at me on 10, because sometimes you're genuinely talking. And sometimes I just don't, I didn't know it was going to turn into a talk fest. I didn't know we are going to have a whole discussion about it. Mm-hmm. Then it's just like, oh, I didn't know it was going to turn into this. All right. And I listen. I listen when you talk. But then you don't respond. Because I'm taking it all in. Right. No, because you're shutting it all down. Um, how about I'm taking it all in? I'm not just gonna be like, oh processing, download it, download it. No. My brain doesn't work as fast as that. Sometimes it does take me a moment to process what you're saying. Your brain works very fast. But I understand that, you know, when you got the anger blocks up it's hard for you know, hard for it to process as fast. You know what anger, I don't like anger, when I the think the anger program is open. You know how how computers work with processing and stuff. The more apps you have open, the harder it is for it to process things. So I understand you got the anger app open. You need to close the anger app. You need to <laughs> shut the anger app down so that your processor has more room to process. More RAM. Okay, my turn. So <laughs> what I one thing I feel like you could uh, be better at mm-hmm. is on top of on top of learning how to let things go. Well, no, because I mean, I wouldn't say that that is something that you need. To, I just say that sometimes you are like a dog with a bone. That's not necessarily a bad thing okay. because you're standing your ground and just like, look, I feel this kind of way. We need to talk about it. So that's not necessarily a bad thing. Okay. But what I don't like and is when you be like, <laughs> you be so mad. Like, let's say. We are in an argument. We are just back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And you just be like, whatever, nigga, whatever, B, whatever, son, I hate. By the way, by the way, when she that. said B, she meant literally, I say B, not yeah, the not B bitch. word. No, because that's going to send me to 10 yeah. and we're going to have a huge problem if you call me bitch. It's just but that- no, I hate it. I hate it because normally I'm babe. Or when you get real serious, you be like, moon. But if you be like, nah, B, you need to cut that out, B. Cut that out, son. Cut that out, nigga. Like, I be like, who the fuck is Damn. this motherfucker talking to? Like, that shit makes me so mad. Look, one thing, it annoys me that that, that upsets you because it's it comes from just whenever I get into a position where I'm aggressive, where I'm being aggressive or being defensive sometimes, too, those, those terms come out. Like, I will say, son... And I will say nigga and I will say B and I'll say fam. And like, I don't understand. Those are not degrading terms. I just don't yet, like it. Yet you just like, yeah. I think, it, I think you, I think it upsets you because I'm putting them in the place of the bitch, of, of bitch. Like I'm putting yeah, them they just come where that would negative. be. Yeah. Cause you'd be like, cause you put so much emphasis on it. You'd be like B son. Nigga, I don't know about me doing. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. And it just be chapping my ass. I hate it. That's like who (laughs) the fuck you call a nigga? Like what? Excuse me. That's we doing. You be getting angry at that. 
It's your turn because if you, you ain't gonna go, I got another one. Go ahead and go again. Okay. What I don't like, what I feel like you can improve on is when you be like, oh, why don't we just? Never mind. Oh my gosh! If you don't finish, you fuck you thought. Well, I was just about to say. You know what? Never mind. Oh my gosh! Why can't I realize that what I'm about to say doesn't need to be said? Cause you do it a lot. But why can't I realize? It's not not a good thing. No. To realize something doesn't need to be said. Well, then you need to have process that in your mind because right, so it had to go to, through your mind. I need to realize and out your mouth, and then halfway out your mouth, you was just like, "Nope, that don't taste right." Like, no. Yeah. Now, nope. Now it needs to be said. It didn't taste right, so I swallowed it. You better up a chuck, cause <laughs> <laughs> it's time for you to tell me what's going on. Oh, okay. It's your turn. It is my turn again. Um, I feel like one thing that you can improve on is uh the 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 facial expressions, the eye rolls. Like while I'm talking to you, I'll be like, I'll say some shit like, "Babe." We married, and then your eyes will start to roll immediately upon me saying we married. Or if I say I'm your husband, her eyes just roll. And it's not in a negative way. It's not like they roll like, oh my gosh, my husband. No, it's because you always say that. You be like, Simone, I am your husband. We need to talk. Simone, I am your husband. Simone, we are married. Nick, I know. I know. We are married. I know you are my husband. I know this. And I understand why you're saying it. But it just gets to the point where it's just like, because I know what's coming. I know what's coming. Well, we are married. We need to talk. Well, mm-hmm. I am your husband. I have a right to do mm-hmm. We is married. We got to mm-hmm. come together. And I just been like, I know. I know we're married. Yep. We've been married for the last almost nine years. Yep. I know this. But for you to say it all the time, that's when the roller that's but you can you can admit though, since you have said that you don't like it, it has been a minimum. Yes, it has. I can admit that. And whenever we do argue, I do take in what you're saying. Mm, get that yawn out. A lot more than you know <laughs> yes. you used to. Exactly. And I do take it in and I do try to I try to think about it before it's done. Before I react, I do think, and I try to take everything you say to me into consideration. Mm-hmm. And I do try to be like, okay, we're not going to act like this. We're not going to act like that. But it does get to those explosive moments where, you know what? That's another thing. My turn. Okay. Even though you had another one. No. But when... And this is not just about you. This is about arguing. And you have something to do with it. But this is about arguing in general. When you're not trying to get to 10. And you be like, all right. Okay. You pissing me off. All right. You really keep talking shit. And it's like warning after warning. Like you really don't want to do this. You may want to leave me alone. You even try walking away. From the situation. And the person just damn high and like, you going to listen to what the fuck I got to say. Like, nah, you don't, this is not what you want to do. You don't want to spend money for this ass whooping. You don't want to spend money 
for this train. Like, you don't want to take this ride with me. And they just continue. They be like, oh, you think you bad? You think you some shit? Like, no, I'm really trying to save you from the Hulk that is brewing within me. Because at this point in time, the key is about to unlock this ferocious beast that's within me. Not even just you. This is just in general. It's like people don't seem to heed to the warnings that you just be like, I'm telling you this not for you but for myself. Because once this person comes out, it's first of all, it's hard to put that motherfucker back inside. And then on top of that, it's it's no holes bar. Uh, bitch, that's why your mama, when she can't pick you up, had one eye and three teeth. Boom, ugly ass mama. Like, I would hit you where I know it's going to hurt you. That's why I just be like, no, we don't need to argue. No, we don't need to go there. And the more I just be like, no, that's when people just be like, oh, I want to be disrespectful. Okay. All right, fuck it. You wanted to go here, let's go. And then it's, your mama got three teeth, she was a crackhead. When she used to pick you up, you was dirty. Like, is that's it. And it's going to be some mean, <laughs> hateful, trifling shit that's going to come out. And it's like, oh. <gasps> Would you feel like that's justified because you no, warned somebody? No, but I know me. Mm-hmm. Once I get to a level of 10, I am a disrespectful ass person. Mm. I am so mean and so hateful and so disrespectful that the only thing that I could think of is I feel bad at this time. Mm-hmm. It's about to be both of us feeling bad. But I feel as though I told you and I warned you and I walked away and I left the situation and you still came, not you in general, but, you know, the person still comes behind you and they still talking shit and they're like, oh, this bitch, da, da, da. no, 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 no. And I'm telling you, you don't want to do this. I'm telling you. Um, we don't need to argue. We don't need to continue this. You may want to stop. You may want to back off. Back off. You're pissing me off. All right, you know what? We're about to do this. You don't want to do this. And then when it gets to 10, and I'm like, fuck it. Let's do it. Then when you start saying some mean, hateful, horrible things, then it's like, oh, she's so mean. She said this to me. I was mad because you said, no, like, why didn't you listen to me? Well, what would you say to people that that say that anger brings out someone's true person, someone's true being, their true? I wouldn't self. necessarily believe it because, I mean, I believe when people say a drunk mind speaks a sober heart. I think that's true. But when you're angry, it I just think that it brings out the hateful side in you. And I don't think it brings out a, oh, well, you must have wanted to say that. My mama was, that she had three teeth the whole time. No, I never wanted to say that your mama had three teeth the whole time. However, I got pissed off and I knew that me bringing up your mama with three teeth and, and four strings of hair, I knew that shit would hurt you. I knew it would. So I'm going to use it because I'm upset now. But that doesn't mean that when we in happy times that I'm like, mm. I just want to tell her mama or every time I see your mama that she, oh, your mama got three teeth. I just want to tell this bitch she got three teeth. No. But when you're at the point where you're upset and you just want, (laughs) and you just want to hurt them, you just, all the hurtful shit that you can say pops up. I, I don't know about everybody else, but that's what happens for me. And that's why I don't like to get to the place where I have to get nasty with someone. If I have to, if I'm at 10, I know it's going to be bad. So that's why I really, really try not to get to 10. And most of the time, even like my kids, they'll see that something and every, you know, what? everything bothers me. 
I'm just a bothersome person. Like shit gets on my nerves all the time. But I've learned to not let little things bother me. Like people in the grocery store piss me off when they come and stand in front of you and they just be like, oh, move nigger. Like that's how it feels. And you know, you can't get mad at everything. So like even my kids will see me and they'll just be looking at me and I'll just smile and we'll just walk away. Like shit already bothers me. But I try not to get to that point of being nasty, of being hateful, of being downright despicable. Because once I'm in that despicable mode, we're not going to be friends no more. Because I'm going to say some shit that is going to fuck you up. And you're going to be like, you're a mean ass bitch. I try to tell you that you didn't want to do it. Well, let me bring this back full circle. Um, I do know that there is um point of no return and uh that you have a level of point of no return when it comes to arguing and being upset and i have not heeded to the warnings uh many times in our past so i definitely know that side that you're talking about i do know that you have improved on it tremendously and your view on it as well i know back in the day you used to kind of view that you were justified because you warned somebody Excuse me, but I think over time and us talking about it, and I don't know if other people have talked to you about it and that's helped or what. But nobody's talked to me because think, I'm not really nasty like I used to be. Right, and I think that you've learned. I think that over time you've come to kind of realize that it's kind of us. It's kind of something where you're giving the other person power over yourself when you actually do reach that point. My thing is, it's nothing to be nice to somebody. And it, you know what? It's funny because I had the same conversation with some of the ladies at work. It's nothing. It takes absolutely nothing for you to be nice to a total stranger, to be nice to somebody. Like if you are walking down the hallway or something like that and someone has some nice shoes on, nice purse, nice whatever. You're just like, oh, that's nice. Oh, you look very pretty today or whatever the case may be. Like always try to compliment someone or if they make a suggestion and you you genuinely like not just you know oh let me find something on you that i like like no like if you genuinely walking past somebody and you notice their nails like that's cute like it's so much easier to be nicer to people i don't know if it was from the southern roots or whatever the case may be but i'm naturally a nice person but the anger part comes in when you are a genuinely nice person and people they do see that you're genuinely nice. And they were like, oh, okay. And then they, then their side of them, I don't even have a word for that, but that certain side of them just be like, okay, I'm going to see if I'm going to take advantage of her or, you know, they may be in a bad mood. Antagonistic side of them. Right. They're in a bad mood. And then they be like, uh, shut up, Z. Who the fuck? Uh, don't tell me shut up. Like, because the, the first time is going to be very, don't do that. And then, you know, with them still thinking that you're this nice person, they'll take it a step further. Right. That's the point where you have to show people that you're not the one to fuck with. And I don't know what it is about the human race, but they will try a nice person. They'll try to try a nice person. And then as soon as you break bad on them, even if you get to a level four, as soon as you say something, you be like, you don't want to fucking do it. And they look at you like, oh, shit. Oh, okay. Mm. You're not the one to fuck with. Okay. And they just kind of move on. But I don't know what it is about people. They are, if you do see a nice person, like they say, nice people finish last. They try to come at them a certain way. 
but coming back to our point is I, I don't I'm a naturally nice person and you know it's fine it's nothing for me to be nice yeah they say that uh they say that it takes more muscles to frown than it does to smile that your face uses more muscles when you frown than really? when you smile well I guess so because it's like eyebrows lips I mean I don't know it just says that you use your face uses more muscles to frown than it does to and smile it's like eyebrows and cheeks and lip turned up it's what and your face turned what <laughs> and then you just smile just yeah I can see that so yeah so yeah you're right it's nothing to be nice so but like I was saying that um I've come across that you know hawk she hawk side of you it's not pretty but it's funny that you say that because everybody always thinks that you're so nice I am nice and you are so awesome I am awesome and you are just and whenever we are going into they be like what you do no 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 your boy is a quarter psychopath I am not this nigga is a sociopath and I, I believe it in my heart because if verse is upset <laughs> the muscles in his arms come out he got veins on his neck I don't got no damn he veins on my neck he be going off like he be <laughs> why is you so laughing cause... why is this funny no, funny? because it's, you get so mad that it's scary you be just be like oh shit like no but the anger pops out of you that i genuinely be scared like i just be like oh my gosh (laughs) (laughs) but you'd be so mad because it shocks me whether if this if you're mad at me even though on the inside i'd be like oh shit it's bad half of me be like oh my gosh he's mad i can't even say half a part of me is like, oh shit, he is really mad. The other part of me be like, mm, this nigga is mad. He's so fine. And then the other part of me be like, I don't give a fuck if he's mad. <laughs> like, we both mad. But I've seen Verse upset one time, like, where he was really beating up somebody, and it was so scary. It was the scariest thing I've ever seen in my life. So you have to, you have to really... Cause verse he's quiet, he's nice, and he thinks he's so. Oh, he's so nice. Mm-mm. And then you got the darkest side I do ever. Not. I do not. Ever. Don't lie to I people. Don't have people thinking I'll be abusing you. Mm, what is you, the darkest side? You never. He has never ever. The darkest side hit me because I think he knows uh-huh. that I would kill him. He in got his. Sleep. He got his hand on her throat right now. That's why she's saying that he never hit her all of a sudden. But at first, it was the darkest side. I'm glad you're putting all this shit in people's head. Go ahead. Keep talking. <laughs> like, I think you know. You I mean, think. you're just not a woman beater. I think you were in your previous life. No. Because I you be not. you be looking like you want to suck me. I do. <laughs> See? I do. Mm. See, people? It's not me making you yeah, think every, anything. Every guy out here be wanting to. Pop that girl in the nose once. Just pop. Hey, chill. What? Chill. You Yo, chill. Who's the fuck says that? You can break my nose. Yo, chill. That's so disrespectful. Kevin Hart said on one of those old DVDs, you want to chill. Yo, chill. Don't, don't chill. I ain't playing, yo. He, he, he I ain't plucked playing. her in the nose. At least he plucked her. I ain't, first of all, I never hit you. I never even plucked you. So, but yeah, you be popping shit and you be, you know, getting all Billy Batty. And I'll just be like, man, just boop. Just a quick little boop. Chill, bro. Do, okay, so how do you honestly think that would play out? 
Um, I think I'll, it'll probably be like a serious, serious altercation at that point in time. I'll probably have to like leave. To, forever. For <laughs> What do you mean forever? Because. Like tomorrow we ain't good? Hell no. You know Next what? Week? I'm going to act like we good though. Uh, I'm going to be like, you know, come over to my house, baby. You know, we should just have a nice dinner. I'm like, oh, And just yeah? talk about this and. Yeah, you won't have some. You're not mad at me no more? No, of course not. That was yesterday. You know what? I realized that I was wrong. Yeah. And I should not have antagonized you like that. You know what? Just come on over for dinner. And the whole house can be nice and clean. It's going to be so clean. And I'm like, you just sit your fine self down right here. Okay. I'm going to go get your food. And I'm going to go ahead and. You know, just some steak dinner. Oh, I love some steak dinner. Some mashed potatoes, some mm. steak, some broccoli. Uh, I got you a nice cold beer. Ooh, what kind of beer? All that. Your uh, Bud Light. Girl, you better rewind. You know I don't drink no fucking Bud Light. <laughs> uh, we is broken. Character is broken. I don't drink no goddamn Bud Light. Budweiser. Whatever. Bud something. Don't, don't, I, I was going to say Dos Equis. Dos Equis would have been very nice. I would have been like, oh. Gosh. Anyway, she got back. money. Get back into character. Right. Anyway, so I got you what some Dos Equis. All right. Ooh, you got money. I see so you got. Just and then, well, okay, well, sit down. Mm-hmm. The Dos is going to have some antifreeze in it. Your mashed potatoes going to have My some. My Dos Equis don't taste right. I'm sure it's just the company. Kinda, and your your know. mashed potatoes. No, because you can't taste antifreeze. <laughs> let's, let's be real. <laughs> and then your mashed potatoes going to have some shard up glass in it. My mashed potatoes are crunchy. They're supposed to be mashed. Terrell, I'm pretty sure you wouldn't say anything. Uh, the fuck I wouldn't. You wouldn't. You would not say anything. Terrell, don't try to act if like. My, if my mashed potatoes were, were crunchy, like there was something in it, I would say something. they're shard, they're not pieces. They're really, it's really fine glass. Oh, wow. Really fine. You thought this through. No. You thought this through. I watch a lot of research. criminal shows. Don't, don't put a chance on me. I ain't got a five. I'm not gonna. But yeah, so it's gonna, gonna be all so I'm then. gonna so I'm gonna die of antifreeze poisoning and uh, internal uh, organ punctures. Mm-hmm. And that's how you gonna kill me. I wouldn't kill you, baby. But that's just you just said you would. That's just a scenario. So if the scenario is that you punch me in the nose, then the scenario is that I die. You know, I don't. I don't well, know I'm the Lord's will. Be coming over for no steak dinner, Dosakis. <laughs> I don't know the Lord's will, but if he, you know, willed for you to die at that point in time, who am I to say? I'm pretty sure the Lord doesn't want you to kill me. I mean, who said I was going to kill you? I just said that those are things that could possibly, you, allegedly happen. You said you were going to kill me, and it's on file. You know, I said allegedly. If that's what mm-hmm. allegedly goes down, make then sure I release this episode if you real. make sure you die, if the Lord be like, oh, you know what, yeah, flat line. Um, so let's go back to things we can improve on. Um, I really didn't have much. I just overall just want you to to listen more, to take, take in what I'm saying. What Um, makes you think I don't? Not shut down. Uh, what makes me think that you don't is when I'll say something either once or more than once. And it's like, it directly conflicts with something that you're saying. And you still, after me saying it a few times, you still say that thing. You still say it as if I didn't tell you that it's not that. Like you'll say, well, I feel like you don't, 
you don't care about me because you always do this. And I'll be like, well, no, I don't always do this. It, it might look like I do that, but I do this. And that proves that I care about you. And then I may say that a couple of times. And then some point in, later on in the argument, you'll say, well, I feel like you don't care about me because you do this. And I'm like, but I just said that that's not that. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes I feel like it's not retained. The underlining may be that I do this or that you do this or you do that. So that means that's not that. But at that time, that's how I felt. I felt like you didn't care about me. And even when you think about it, you'd be like, oh, well, I do this and I do that. That doesn't necessarily mean that it comes across that you care about me. Right. It's just the, but it's I'm just, debunking what, you're, what you were saying. But I don't have to agree with it. I can it could still equal that, you know, you're not necessarily caring at me at that, at that point in time. But, I mean, I definitely do get it, what you're saying. Because you've definitely said that before. Just... That I'm not listening, but I am. Shit. <laughs> I am listening. It's just that sometimes what you're saying, your case doesn't really add up. It doesn't make me really feel like okay. you've said your point. So right. it's just like I still feel the same way I feel. You're just okay. like, oh, it doesn't. You make it seem like I'm not saying nothing. No, it's not that. It just doesn't mean. It doesn't just all dissolve because you said this. Like, oh, okay, you're absolved. No, I still feel this way though. Okay. Feel you. So, yeah. So on top of that, and then you said the things that you felt like I could work on. Um, what do you feel like? I feel like uh we have gotten better, like, by a lot in our argument, our arguing. Because it used to be. Like the littlest shit could be like, all right, this could be it. This could be the argument. Agreed. And I don't think that our arguments hold that much weight these days. That's because we don't argue very much. We don't argue like we used to. We used to argue almost every every time you were off, we were arguing. Oh yeah, those days where whenever we were off together. And we were just we there all day together. Yeah. If ever we had like a whole a day together, yeah. Those were crazy times. And we so. would just argue. So, I mean, we could spend a whole weekend and days and days and days together and not argue. Yeah. I think it's just different. I think it just signifies our growth now. Because we're not the same people that we used to be. And stuff just doesn't bother us the way that it used to. We don't let things get to us. And our our dynamic is different. Some of the childish shit that we both were on, we're not on no more. Yeah. So I would say that, but let's say you saw a couple arguing in the middle of the street and they are going in mm -hmm. and a dude smacks shit out of this girl. Mm -hmm. Do you get in it? No. What? So if you saw me just be like, Hey motherfucker. And I go to get in it. I'm like, small, mind your own business. Call the police. What? Call the police. But what if I'm already too far gone and I'm like, oh, motherfucking, I just I'm run over there. Get you. I'm coming to get you and pull you away from it. Because Are it's you not your business. serious? He smacked the shit out of the lady. Yes, and that's wrong. And he should pay for that. But the people that are in charge of making sure that he pays for that needs to make sure he pays for it. What? It's not our business. We don't need to inject. Our, we don't, don't need to agree. physically inject ourselves into it. And I'm like that because of reasons. It's in the past. It's don't inject. Don't physically inject yourself into something that is none of your business. Family member, 
you know, sister, mom, cousin, daughter, auntie, some shit like that. Of course. Or even if it's the guy side, even if you, if it's a guy, you know, you see him making this horrible mistake, stop him. But if you have no interest, if you have no invested. See, that's what's wrong with the goddamn world today. That is wrong with the world today is everybody want to turn a blind eye and act like they don't see shit. No, I didn't say act like you don't see it. I definitely didn't say act like you don't see it. If the woman just got her ass smacked up by this guy, we don't say anything to them. No, No, I understand you said that you got to go to the police. That's all well and that's good. But like if he smacked her there, that's not going to be it. And if he smacked her to the point where she remembered the people in the elevator and he was like, bow, and she just drops. (gasps) What? Mm -hmm. We just, oh, let's keep walking to the car. He knocked her the fuck out. Like, no, that is not okay. That is not so no. This, so what, so what this, we let him pick her up, put her in a car and leave. So what does physically injecting yourself stop? What does that change? Based, um, on, based on what you said when you said it's not going to end there. I think it would. I don't know. I would, I personally would run over and just be like, oh, <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to run over though. While I get my phone out. I'm like, you bitch I'm calling police on you or whatever the case may be and I'm gonna try to help the lady now if at that point in time she's just like no I want to leave you know because sometimes you have these battered women who don't want to leave because it maybe it makes it harder for them then that's her decision but if I'm like look we can get you to the hospital we can get you to the police station or whatever the case may be if Especially, especially if someone's like, help, help me. Okay. Yeah. Maybe more of his helper or something like that. So if someone, if he bow, smacks her, punches her and she's like, oh God, help me somebody. Then you would help. Yeah. Probably more. I probably feel more of a, of a feeling to help. Yeah. But again, but see, that's the thing. That's how people die. Because sometimes, like, even I've seen shows where someone is running for their lives from their mate and they be knocking and banging on people's doors. People be like, that's none of my business. And don't even open the door. I mean, I'll let you. If you're actively seeking help, that's different. I feel like that's one thing. But you got situations where where the abuser, the abusee is not actively seeking help. And is, and, okay. So, in the past, I have helped someone being abused by their a woman being abused by her man before was it the story with Tioga? yes um should i tell the whole story i think you told it on the other episode mm. never i never told that story on here i could have sworn you told the story okay go ahead tell i it. told the story of uh of terry coming out with the knife like a crazy man okay um <laughs> <laughs> um so I was uh I was standing somewhere at a you know at a at a motel. I was standing outside. I believe I was smoking a cigarette and um a little girl probably around Aaliyah's age, probably like around 9, nine 8, 9, 10, 11, somewhere somewhere around that age. Um she came to me and was like, "Hey, could you please help me? He's hitting my mom." And I'm like, "Shit. Okay, let me go help." So I go I go in and dude is full fledged beating the shit out of his woman, like mm-hmm. beating the shit out of her clothes, hand punches to the face, to the jaw. Mm-hmm. 
right? So I'm going to make a long story not so long. I try to break it up. I pull him off. At some point in time, he, he begins to try to fight me. I hold him down till he calms down. I basically kick him, you know, get him out of the room and get him away from them. Everything like that. Cool. A couple of days later, she's back with her man and she has zero to say to me. And well, what did you want her to say to you? I mean, no, I mean, like these people also are people that are are known. Like the girl was the lady was a friend of my mom's. Oh, okay. So she has nothing to say to me. She has she wants nothing to do with me. Same with her daughter. Same with her guy. They don't want nothing to do with me. You're the bad guy. I'm the bad guy. That situation right there is like, why physically insert yourself into something where maybe you could get hurt or where you just waste your time and your energy? Well, I, he, he, I saved her that I saved her from getting beat up that night. But did I really? Cause she already had gotten beat up before I got there. And she, and when I stopped it that night, it probably continued a week later. Maybe. What did, what did I do? To help that situation. But I, it might have been helpful for the police to be involved to where that's a situation that's now on file. To where if something happens to her, that's on file. But we talked about this when, on another episode where we said that sometimes it takes an ABZ seven times of trying to leave before they're able to leave. That doesn't mean that you stop helping because it didn't take but your help here's my that thing. time. Why do you have to physically insert yourself to help? There are definitely other ways to help. Sometimes a fight or flight comes in. Sometimes when you see something, if something is bam, it's there in your face. You don't have really time to be like, oh, well, what am I going to do? Sometimes if I'll be damned, you... I'll be damned if you go and get hurt or killed or some shit because you were trying to help somebody else out. Like well, you don't have a whole family that's the way to that it, I understand that, babe. But sometimes that's the way that it goes down is that if I'm trying to help someone else, it's because I was trying to help them. People need help. Regardless, I mean, that's just like saying that just because that people, if someone said, if someone said, oh my God, help, help me, help me. You said that you would help a little bit more at that point in time. Okay, but that doesn't more, mean. I'm not even saying that that would make me help. I, I'm just saying I would probably have a bigger feeling of emotion of, uh, you know, I should help. Right, but at that point in time, that still doesn't mean that you won't get hurt in that situation either. And, and me being the person that I am, that I'm not going to say at every point in time, if someone is getting beat down, that I'm going to assert myself. But if I can clearly see that the other person is not moving, they're not defending themselves, like, you have to stop. Like, I'm, I can't just, in good conscience. You know what still bothers me was that one time I was leaving your your apartment. And I think we're on the phone with each other. And this car comes zooming past me it was a truck it was like a big truck it's like a suv i guess anyway mm. it comes zooming past like i'm already busting 60 you know how to do so it's it's clearly going 80 80 to 90 miles per hour zooms past me and i'm like damn like this car really you know must be trying to get to where they're going and then in the same conversation when we get up to like 75th over there by the QT, that that same car is in the middle of the road and one in the passenger's door is open. Mm -hmm. Remember I what I told you? And I was like, oh my gosh, like I think 
somebody's hurt. And as I drove by, I could have sworn I saw somebody's calf. And I'm like, somebody could be in there. They could be dead. They could be really hurt. And he was like, drive past it. And I was like, but somebody could be hurt. And he was like, somebody will call the police. I need to call the police. He was like, don't you get off this phone with me. Go home. I didn't call the police. I didn't help them. I didn't stop someone else to say, hey, someone could be hurt. I just drove past. And you know, that still bothers me to this day. That someone could have been hurt, almost dead. They could have been shot. I could, my phone call or my pressure wound, pressure to the wound could have helped that person stay alive. Mm-hmm. Whatever. I mean, I didn't see anything on the news, so I don't know if anybody was hurt or passed away or whatever the case. But because I was told to drive away, that still bothers me. And I'm still like, I could have possibly helped someone. If you're listening to this, I want you to comment on this uh particular episode i want you to tell me in this in that situation that she just explained what you would you know what you would do in her position or what you would do in my position um please please uh give us your view on that because i'm i'm interested to see what because i think people's responses with that will be different it won't be all the one one-sided but uh to get back to it um wait hold on so i also called like when we got the phone i told you i was home i also called my mom Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that's what I just saw. And da, da, da. And she told me the same thing. Did you stop? No, because first told me to keep going. Good. I could have called the police. No, it's none of your business. It is if someone is hurt. Mm-hmm. Someone could have been hurt. Mm-hmm. And two separate people who are living in two separate places told me over the phone not to get involved. If we were together. Maybe we was, I would have been like, cool, let's stop and see what's going on. Why? Because by I'm by myself yes. and I'm a woman. No, you're just by yourself. So what? Simone. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm going to call you Z. I'm, I keep calling you Simone. Z. Now watch this, everybody. <laughs> Vice versa. What would you have told me to do? Um, okay. <laughs> You are if you're in the same side, and if you're like if you're over there by the QT, if you were adamant about stopping, I would have told you to go across the street to the QT where there's people, and call the police. Where there's people, Mm -hmm. I get the whole you're by yourself, you don't know what's going on type thing. So if you are adamant about I have to help these people, then you need to go where the people are. QT normally has somebody out there who is a security guard or whatever the case may be. I'm not going to tell you not to help, but I'm also going to tell you to get where the people are. Because if anything pops off, somebody else can get it before you and you run off and you get in the car and you leave. But you need to be where the people are so there's witnesses, so there's all this other stuff. So I don't agree with you just stopping right there and then getting all, because he was in the driver and it's a big truck. So you would have to have gone through the passenger side or go around to the driver's side and help out. So, I mean. Nice safe. Nice safe. Nothing. That's nice the truth. Safe. I mean, I know, I'm know. i sure it's up. the truth, but it, it was a nice safe. It doesn't mean it's not the truth, fam. Anyways. See? See? What? We're not even mad at each See? other. I can call you fam. All right. Look. See, look. She's about to call me Terrell. That's how you know. That's how you know I'm getting under her skin. I'm about to argue after this episode. Um, but I don't know. I just, 
in a situation like that, I just feel like the best thing to do is to get out of range of whatever's going on. And not just simply because I'm just a bad person and I don't want you to be humanitarian and I don't want you to help people and stuff like that. It's just that people are crazy. You never know. Somebody got the setup popping where they, you know, they do the, let's, let's do the, let's do the intersection uh, gag tonight. We, you know, put the car in the middle of the intersection, hope somebody come help us. And then we steal their car or then we steal their money or we just find, do that, find somebody to kidnap. And you know, that's very true. I can't say that it's not. It's been plenty of Facebook posts that I've seen where, you know, they're like, oh, well, if you see a lady or crying on the side of the road, don't help her because it's set up with the gangs and all this other stuff. So I have seen stuff like that. And, and you're right. It is a gamble. It is a gamble to try to help someone because they can have some ill intentions out there for you. So I'm not saying I don't see where you're coming from. And I'm not saying like every situation I insert myself in, like I'm just captive save everybody. So that's not the case either. But I guess if it's a defenseless person, it's hard for you to just be like, let's keep on walking because it's none of my business. We live in a world, especially a country, but I mean, it's a, it is a world, but especially our country, we live in a world where it's a merry-go-round. It's a revolt. It's like a, a cycle. It's just a circle of life. Like I don't want to say circle of life. That means too deep of a meaning, but I have a theory where it's called, it's called my trust theory. It's basically a theory that I have, which I think is really true. It's probably more than a theory, but it's a, it's the trust theory is basically my theory that a lot of people do bad things because they feel they can't trust people because they feel they can't trust someone. For example, with that situation, it might not have been the, the work. It might not have been the best thing to be like, Oh, go, just go. Don't stop and help those people. It might've been better. Those people might've needed you and you, and those people, something could have happened to those people and you stopping to help them could have saved them. However, I don't trust it. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's a, like, it's a domino effect. Things happen bad things happen to good people and stuff like that because of how bad this world is. And it's not necessarily because they did something bad. It's because something bad happened to that person. You having a heart attack right there in the middle of the, uh, you know, in the middle of the intersection, but I don't trust you because you know what? The last time I try, I pulled over, tried to help somebody that had, you know, was broken down on the side of the interstate. They robbed me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that happened to me. I'm just example. They robbed me. So therefore the next person I see stranded on the side of the road and get no help from me mm-hmm. because that happened to me. Right. Or, Oh, the, the, the last time, you know, I was, when I was, uh, closing down the, the store that I was working at, somebody was banging. Hey man, I just, I really need to get some gas because I'm running out of gas and I'm trying to just get home. I let that person in. They robbed the store. Mm-hmm. Therefore, if anybody comes to my damn uh, store door. If anybody comes to that door saying they need to do this, need to do that, I'm not helping them because I don't trust people. Right. So, like I said, we live in a world where that happens and people will do bad things. I mean, some people, there, there are people that will probably put a bullet in your head because they don't know if they can trust you mm-hmm. to not do the same thing to them. Right. So, you know, I just, it's hard. And, and as, as a human being in this world, in this country, it is hard to, to, decipher and 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 choose when it's safe to help 
And that's kind of crazy. It is, but because that's the world we live in, everybody can't, everybody's not a nice person. Everyone's not friendly and nice and wants to live in harmony. There's always that one at bad apple. I mean, look at Jesus. He had a traitor in a bunch and he was Jesus, you know? So, I mean, there's always going to be that bad person that's going to try to take advantage of you, try to get all that they can get, try to be like, oh, I know this person's weaknesses and things like that. And I know your flaws and I'm gonna try to take advantage of it because I know how much you got and that greed and that green eye monster jealousy mm-hmm. gets into it. Envy. And it's like, I want what you have because you don't deserve it. You may not deserve it because you're not them. So I get it. And it's not right though, but not at all. In order to be safe, I get where you're coming but I feel from. Like, but I feel like it's one of those things where it's not right, but it's not wrong. Right. You know, so um, real quick before we uh before we exit stage left on this uh this episode, I wanted to go back to arguing and I wanted us to kind of give tips to couples out there, you know, newer couples and stuff that because we've been together for ten years, and you've been together longer than ten years. I mean, ten years, ten plus years. I'm mm-hmm. saying we passed the ten year mark. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. But you said ten years. Yes, ten I'm plus. saying ten plus. So, um, I think that, you know, some of our techniques and things that we've learned, we can use to help people. So do you have any tips or just, just, I guess, womanly tips or just tips in general of people about what what I like or what I like for you to do? No, just what you feel like would help someone help a couple get through their arguments more. Better. I feel like you're only responsible for yourself and you can't go off of what someone else is, what you feel like they're going to do or they're not going to do. So when we argue, I definitely try to stay level-headed. I definitely try not to talk over you. I try to let you get everything that you have to say out uh, without interrupting or interrupting to a minimum. Um, Sometimes when I do interrupt, it's only because I'm going to figure out what I'm going to say. And then, you know, it's kind of like compacted. Oh, I was going to say something there. I was going to say something there. I was going to say something there. And then it's when it's my turn, I don't remember anything that I was going to say because I'm off of what the last thing it was. So I try to keep my interruptions down to a minimum. Um, and everybody has feelings. And I have to treat you as if you have feelings. I don't have to be like, oh, well, even if I'm the one that's slighted, I have to be able to be to the point where I'm level-headed to listen to whatever it is, uh, whatever comes out of your face I have to be able to listen to it and if I'm to the point where I'm not able to listen to it then we're not at the point where we need to talk because I'm gonna be pissed right and I'm not gonna listen to you I'm not gonna hear you all you're gonna hear is me going off and sometimes a man has to understand that sometimes a woman just wants to yell and go off and to scream Mm. and I don't necessarily need to hear anything you have to say like if you did something wrong if you was at thanksgiving and you got drunk at my mama house and my whole family was there you showed your ass i'm pissed i don't give a fuck that you had a bad day at work i don't care that your friends came over they took y'all drinking because it's your birthday i don't give a fuck about the reason why you got drunk i just know that i'm embarrassed in front of my family and at this point in time you gonna hear my mouth i don't care what you have to say and sometimes women just need that i can't fucking believe you x y and z I think both. I think both sides. Every now and then, somebody uh, try your hardest to understand, especially if it's a situation where one person has a justifiable reason to be upset. Right. Like, do your best to understand 
that person's point of view and just listen. I was going to and that's funny you said that because that was going to be my one of my tips is listen. Try your hardest to listen. I get it cuz I'm I'm the same way when somebody's talking and you got something that you want to rebuttal or you got something you want to add or, or something you want to take away, it's really hard not to interrupt. And I'm really bad at that. But one of the mm-hmm. things I'm trying to work yeah, on is one of the things I'm trying to work on. Why you interrupting me? Why you doing it? <laughs> is I'm listening. Now you're being an asshole. No, because you know, it's true. First of all, I was okay, saying, I it's true, but, I, but I don't just be like, that. just finish your, your point. See, she always she's trying to argue already on the goddamn podcast. Trying to argue. Jeez. Anyway, see, I don't even know what I'm saying. Yo, where I was gonna go, um, where I was gonna go next was, do you feel like any of the tips that we've gotten over the years are valuable tips? Like when we got a tip uh, once before from um, from uh, past, uh, Pastor Ford and his wife. Um, I think we got a tip from them one time before it might've been when we sat down with them or it might've been during couples counseling or couples, marriage couples, whatever, um, where they said to speak, not directly pointing the finger at somebody, but to just speak in more broader terms where you're not saying, well, you upset me or you were disrespectful. Rather than saying you were disrespectful, say, well, when you said that, I felt disrespected. Do you feel like that is a valuable tip? Like that actually works? Um, if you remember to do so, because. No, I just mean before we tell somebody, before we tell somebody to remember to do it or not, is it something that'll actually work? Period. You feel like that softens the. Continuing on. If you remember to do so then i would i would say so because it would take away the it will take away the dagger that's thrown you won't feel as though that there's a dagger directly thrown at you you can just be like oh well i feel i felt disrespected at that moment you don't have to be on the defense so i can honestly admit that sometimes you it's hard to remember tips and stuff when you are in an actual argument but I think that that would work. Um, wouldn't you rather if I was telling you basically that I felt disrespected instead of me saying, well, I felt you disrespect me, you ain't give shit about me. Or you would just say, or I would just say, you know, when you were drunk at my mom's house on Thanksgiving, I felt disrespected. Isn't that an easier pill to swallow? I think it's easier pill to swallow. What's wrong with you? Nothing. I think it's an easier pill to swallow. I'm letting you finish. You done? I want to know what's wrong with you. Nothing. I'm letting you finish because obviously you wanted to make it a point that I was, I was adding on to the the statement that I, the question I was trying to ask you, that's all I was doing, but you was just rolling your eyes and uh, continuing. Okay, go ahead. I'll just, I'm just being an interviewer. You know, you really can't mm-hmm. explain to people what to do and not to do in an argument when, you know, you got a little tension over there. I don't have no tension. I'm just letting you finish because if I try to add on to what I'm saying, then you gonna start rolling your eyes, and then why I'm are you always to, looking at if my eyes out. is rolling? I'm not. I'm looking. See, at, I look at your you eyes. See, with crazy. the physical, always with the physical. See, I look at your eyes. Okay, 
What do you mean with but the physical? I'm, I'm a, I don't, you ain't gonna pull nothing, nothing over here. I damn sure ain't. Okay, then don't be saying that you is going to making people think that I'm getting abused. Simone, you, you already let them this think you're getting abused. Thinks, he, wants to, he thinks it's funny. He wants to go into a store one day and make it seem like he's an abusive person and yell in the store and want me to go along with it. Why would you do that? Like, I just don't think. Get out of here, child. What do you want? She don't want nothing while we recording. Are we doing this? Are we doing this? We have to ignore the kids while we're recording. <laughs> we got to cut this whole part out now. Um, where was we at? So you were telling a story about what I liked, what I want to do. No, that was the story. You didn't finish. You started talking to Larry. I did uh, finish. I said you wanted to go into the store and you want to make it seem like you were an abusive husband. You want to yell and cause a scene. And you want me to be like, oh, I don't see how that's funny or how that's a good joke. I don't know. It feels like it'll be funny. <laughs> it feels like it'll be funny. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is why we never did it. Cause I don't feel like it would be funny. I think it would. Um, another tip that we were told was, uh, when you're talking about, you know, what somebody said to you, um, you break it down in a way where you basically would say, well, when you say this, when you say, I, when you say, I hate, I hate the, I hate the way you park the car. What I hear is what I hear you say, what I hear you say is I can't do shit. Right. Like when you, you tell somebody the thing that they said to under, so that they know that you heard what they said and you tell them how you interpreted it. That way that person gets uh that way that person gets an insight on how you receive things. Right. Do you think that's so a valuable I, one? I agree with that one, what I hear you say, because sometimes of what I hear you say isn't necessarily what you said. Like there's been plenty of times when you've like, Well, this is what I heard you say and I'm like, No, that's not what I'm saying. You're not getting what I'm saying. Right. So that is Shout outs to Miss Lisa because that's something that she did teach us. Mm-hmm. That is very, that's a good trick or not a good trick, but that's something to use when you're having a disagreement. But I also, I also think that being honest about honesty, how you feel and mm-hmm. how the person has made you feel or, you know, it, I think being honest and also being open-minded as far as if someone is telling you, oh, well, you made me feel this type of way or I felt this way when you did X, Y, and Z, mm-hmm. you have to be able to take whatever they're saying into effect. You have to be able to internalize it and be like, okay, what did I, they're saying that I made them feel this way. And don't, you have to see the flaw in yourself. Don't just belittle their feelings. Right. Don't just make it seem like it's, oh, well, you're a, you're being extra. No, you know, that's not what I was doing or... You're always taking it, you know, always you're, you're turning around on them. And that's one thing that you definitely don't want to do because on the other end of that spectrum, they're going to be like, see, this is why I don't want to never want to talk to you about nothing. This is why we can't talk. This is, you know, and then they're going to feel like their feelings don't matter. So I agree. That's what I, I think that what you said, Miss Lisa's advice, um, what I hear you saying, um, also maybe doing the, um, how it made me feel mm-hmm. and being open, honest about how you feel and listening mm-hmm. because that's the listening. Honesty is the key parts of if you're not listening, 
And if you're not being honest and open-minded, you'll you'll miss the whole thing. And be able to recognize when a conversation is getting way out of hand or is going down, just down spiraling into something. And instead of shutting down, you know, yourself because you know it's going there, shut down together. Tell your other person like, hey, this is going somewhere where we don't need to take it. I don't think we need to go here. And allow it to shut down, though. Right. Because there's plenty if it's, of times if it's done when that way. you're trying to shut down the conversation, the other party may not want to shut down the conversation. And you're just like, I don't think we need to talk right now. I think we need to talk later. And they're just like, no, I got something to say. I want to say something. And then you continue only to make it worse. And then maybe the other person at that point in time, like, okay, after it's made worse, then they now want to want to shut it down. And now the other person who wanted to shut it down at the beginning, now they mad. And they're like, no, fuck that. We're not shutting it down no more. Like, I think once the person says, okay, this is getting way out of hand, we don't need to talk right now because neither one of us is going to listen to the other person. It should be neutral corners. You go where you're going to go in the house. You don't necessarily have to leave. And the other person goes where they need to go, and y'all simmer down. And then maybe in a couple hours after y'all simmer down, you come back together and you try to talk. Or make sure that the other person is ready to talk. Are you ready to talk now? Or, are you, you know, we need to talk about what happened earlier. Okay. And then once everybody is in agreement that it's time to talk about it again and they're in better moods, then you talk about it. Yeah, space is a good thing. It is. Space is a good thing. Sometimes. Um, not too much space. But space is a good thing. Just not too much. Um, I'm going to kick it to you because we need to wrap this up. I'm going to kick it to you to leave with love. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, we're going to leave with love. I just, I just love you. Especially when times where we don't necessarily see eye to eye on things. I never want to see you upset. Especially if I'm the one that's upset you. I never want to see you angry or mad or sad or whatever the case may be. So, I didn't realize, especially when I look at you and you're upset, I don't want to fight. And I don't want to argue. And I just, you know, I look at you and I just love you. I just love the way that you make me feel, love the way that you help me. I just love you. And so, especially on those days where we may argue or those moments that we may argue and my skin maybe have gotten gotten under, then I just realize when I look at you that I just love you. So it's not anything in particular that I can say. I just love you. All of you. The cut-ins, the bad, the good, all of it. I just love you. Thank you. Um, I love that, and this is kind of like a us thing, but it's you, of course. Um, I love how we kind of bounce off of each other sometimes. When we get into compromising situations where we're arguing or we don't see eye to eye, Sometimes one of us is the aggressor and the other one is not as, you know, calm and collected and is able to to keep their self in the level where we can continue to have a discussion composed. and then yeah, keep themselves composed where we can have a discussion. And sometimes that it shifts. We really do play off of each other. And, you know, as of lately, as of this past year, 
for the most part, it's been very, very good. It's been working for us very, very well. We've we've been bouncing off of each other and we've have not let it get to a place where we know we can go that we, we haven't been there yet and or at all. And it's not going to happen. So I think, yeah, I love that about us. And I love that about you that some that you are working as well on being able to look at the situation and listen and take it in and, and see where maybe you might have had faults and stuff because you're way better at that than you are. Hmm? What? You said so you're way better at that than you are? Than you were. Well, than I was. Okay. I'm sorry I didn't hear that part. Yes. All right. So that's the argument episode, and we about to argue right after this. <laughs> so, you guys, thank you guys for tuning in. As usual, I am VA Verse, and across from me is my beautiful wife, Z. And you're listening to For Better or Worse. See you guys next week. See you guys. Play the music, damn it. Reach a point, I know that we could be